What's up, Rubber Ducks? Uh, so this is the second episode of the uh, Pagan Lady's Journey of Magic and Manifestation podcast. Um, I am your host, Sage Emma, and this is long overdue, but uh, a lot has happened to me in like pretty much this whole month. It's It's been really weird for me, so I haven't had the opportunity to really sit down and record the podcast, you know. Um, so I have some time right now, so I decided let me just try to get this second episode recorded and, and done um, before I, I proceed on to the third episode because I just filmed my third um, YouTube video. So I'm like, I, I want them to come together or, you know, be published around the same time kind of a thing. Um, so definitely need to take care of episode number two of the podcast before jumping into the third episode of the podcast and uploading the third youtube video anyway so on today's episode i'm gonna cover some of the things that i've gone through um, learning about manifestation now because the actual youtube video was um filmed weeks ago like maybe two weeks ago almost three weeks ago um i don't remember a whole lot so the content on this podcast is definitely going to be different than the YouTube video, which isn't a bad thing because um, I have definitely remembered a lot more things since um, I recorded that YouTube video. Um, so let's uh, hop in and, and see what I can remember and, or other random stuff that I remembered along the way. Um, so one thing I, I did notice after I posted the video um, so I want to say in the video, I said something like, I found the law of attraction sometime in 2013, maybe 2012, but the reality is I found it sometime in late 2012. Um, and it occurred to me because I started thinking about school and stuff recently, because I've been thinking about going back to school. So kind of like refresh my memory in a lot of ways. Now, um, I was going to school in 2013 to College of DuPage where I was trying to um, get an associate's um, or certificate I can't remember in baking and pastry um, and while I was going to school at College of DuPage I was still living in Cicero Illinois um, which it was like a 40 minute drive or something like that it was pretty far and I was out of district but it was me doing something that I really wanted to do and technically it's something that I manifested um, so technically I, I went to school there fall of 2013 um, and I, I was already using affirmations and manifestation techniques while I was going to school which means that I, I must have found the law of attraction um, probably in 2012 and I say probably in 2012 because <clears throat> before I, I went to school to college of DuPage um, around springtime because I remember it was still like cold outside and, and rainy I used to go on walks and I remember while I was out on walks I was listening to affirmations I was affirming that you know every school that I went to or whatever school I went to that I made friends easily that my grades were really high that I was a really great uh, baker that I was great at like I was a fantastic like pastry maker like I had affirmations like that that I recorded and um, 
I set them on um, like an mp3 I made him like an mp3 track and I literally would just go for a walk in the neighborhood and just kind of like listen to those affirmations as I was walking people thought I was probably listening to music or something but in reality I was listening to affirmations and I remember because it was it was cold it was rainy and, and if I remember correctly school was still in session so I ended up I must have found the actual law of attraction sometime in like December or early, really, really early 2013. Um, definitely while I remember it was snowy. That's all I remember for sure. Um, but anyway, I really did find the law of attraction though because I was trying to win the lottery. Um, so that, that was, that actually does correspond to the YouTube video too. Um, and the way that I found it is um, through watching um, the lottery changed my life. Um, so I can't remember if I went into uh, a lot of details about that on the YouTube video, but um, so on the show, the lottery changed my life. It used to air on a, on a TLC and on the Discovery Channel. I want to say. From like 2009 to maybe 2012 or 2013 or something like that. I can't remember the exact dates. But um, on that show, a person by the name of Cynthia Stafford was actually showcased on it twice. Um, and according to the narrator, she had used the power of positive thinking to manifest her win. Um, and I remember from her episode, the reason why she decided to manifest the lottery was because she was trying to get custody of her nieces and nephews. Um, because when her brother passed away unexpectedly, um, she was only allowed to keep like the two youngest or the three youngest, I can't remember um, exactly, but she was able to keep some of the kids because she could like afford it on her own. Um, but they wouldn't let her keep the older kids and the older kids were put into foster uh, care so she wanted to manifest getting all of them and, and being able to take care of them all on her own so she decided to again as the narrator called it use the power of positive thinking to uh, manifest the lottery so that she could be able to take care of the kids without any issues ever 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 um, so if I remember what she ended up doing is she wrote the amount that she wanted to win down on a piece of paper and all I remember is it was over 200 million dollars I can't remember if it was like 200 or 240 260 something like that so she took the amount and she put it underneath her pillow and she said that she would meditate and visualize herself winning um, and she didn't specify how long it took for her to actually win, but she said she won about a few weeks after she had done that. Um, she went as far as saying, or the narrator <laughs> said that she ended up, um, or she would go like house hunting in like rich neighborhoods and try to find her dream home. And she even went and she test drove a few cars and stuff like that. So she tried anything and everything she could to win and she did. So when I heard that, I was like, well, I want to do that too. So while I was going on walks, listening to my affirmations, 
some of them were for the lottery some of them were for um me being like a really great baker and cake decorator and pastry chef and um, making friends everywhere i went and i can't remember the other ones that i also was affirming but i remember doing all of that um it's crazy that i forgot to be honest but i did i mean it was 10 years ago literally so uh i'm not surprised that i did forget it anyway so um when i first started learning about the law of attraction it was because i started doing research on how to use the power of positive thinking to change your life just like in that tv show um and i remember one of the first encounters i had and i really wish that i remembered what this lady's name was I'd, or if i could just find her information somewhere but i can't because i can't remember anything um i remember what she looked like but i can't remember what her name was um so i found her blog or yeah her website i can't remember but i found some of her information uh using google or something like that and the only thing that i really remember from her is that um she wrote like a pd like a free pdf where she was trying to either teach people about the law of attraction or she was just giving examples of how she used the law of attraction to manifest things that she wanted um, and i remember in one of the stories she herself mentioned that like she used affirmations to um improve her health i want to say that she she uh i think she said something like she wanted to work out and she wanted to um get like fit and healthy but she hated the idea of working out and everything like that so she used affirmations to change her mindset about it and and she was able to get fit and, and lose weight and stuff like that and she also used uh, the law of attraction to manifest a pair of uh, jeans that she used to own when she was younger that had like uh, it was dem denim with like patchwork on it um and she she found the exact same pair of jeans that she had owned uh it wasn't her exact pair of jeans but she found a pair that found that looked exactly like a pair that she used to own at a garage sale and she bought them for like super cheap and i remember i used to reread her stories because i really loved them and i i was using them as inspiration to try to manifest using the law of attraction on my own and i remember that i subscribed to her newsletter too and everything and one day um in one of the newsletters uh for a lack of better terms she pretty much said buy something or get out um because she was trying to sell her actual book book um and i guess it wasn't selling that well or she had other stuff too but i can't remember what her other content was um and it just wasn't selling that great or i don't know but she went on a bit of a rant and she basically said buy something or get out now i did have the intention to purchase her book but i just didn't have the money to buy her book with so i wasn't able to i felt really bad too about it um so when she sent out that email i was like okay bye <laughs> i didn't know what else to do i was like I felt bad and I was like, okay, I guess she doesn't want us freeloaders, so bye. Um, and right around the same time that that happened is I think when I started going on YouTube and, and trying to find like more information on the law of attraction. 
uh, I don't remember the timeline correctly, which really sucks, but um, either before or after I found her stuff, I found out about the secret. Um, and I want to say that I found a version of the secret technically first on YouTube. And I would just rewatch it and rewatch it and rewatch it. And then I want to say a few weeks or months after I found it on YouTube, I ended up finding it on Netflix as well for streaming. And if I remember correctly, the versions that I had were a little bit different. The one from YouTube was different from the one on, on Netflix. And the difference was actually, you know, at first I didn't realize what the difference was, but then I, I realized what it was later on. Um, one of the versions had the Hicks in it and one of them did not. I don't remember which version had the Hicks in them and which one didn't, but if I remember correctly, I, I was curious about it, you know, and, and if I remember correctly, it was just like a compensation thing or like a disagreement, like a legal disagreement, and that's why the Hicks are missing from like one of the versions of The Secret. I want to say like the first version of the secret did have them in it and then there's another version that doesn't have them in it because there was a dispute of some kind like a legal dispute um and i remember that um i mean it took me a while to realize it to be honest but it, it was it was definitely an interesting little tidbit once i realized that they were missing anyway back to the storyline, I guess. Um, so, I, I pretty much watched the secret religiously when I first found it uh, because I was trying to um, just really believe in it, which is really funny because their whole thing is, you know, ask, believe, receive, and and I was in the stage where I was trying to really believe that it was even possible. Um, and it took me a while for sure to, to find my footing there and to be able to believe that I could definitely like manifest stuff like that. Um, if I remember correctly, right around the same time is while I was like, you know, watching the, the secret a lot, I found uh, Liz Green, the Law of Attraction Queen on YouTube. Um, I really loved her content because she was just she just had like a very magical peaceful aura to her and I, I really love that about her um however i can't find her herself anywhere like i i've tried googling her i've tried uh finding her stuff on youtube and i can't find it anywhere i found like one interview from like almost 10 years ago where like someone was interviewing her about manifestation um but it's it's not her content if that makes sense it's it's under someone else's name and it's um just like their like that person's uh video where they were doing the ones doing the interview and stuff and i don't think it was like a news person or anything it was just like a random person who was interviewing her um and that's that's all i've been able to find about her for a minute there i was like am i crazy did i imagine her even though I know I didn't, um, it's weird that I can't find her nervous stuff anywhere. Um, but I just, you know, wherever she is, I hope she's she's good and, you know, she's living her best life. Um, but, um, yeah, right around the same time. And that was, I, I feel like I found her stuff, it was like 2013-ish, maybe 2014-ish. I can't remember the exact 
timing um, but I did right around the same time I found Melody Fletcher of Deliberate Receiving and I uh, watched her content from like maybe 2013, 2014 to 2015-ish um, and I really liked the way that she explained everything because coming from like just watching the shit out of like the secret there were a lot of questions that I had um, that the secret just I mean there was no way for me to get the answers I was seeking from the secret directly um, and uh, Liz Green for the most part if I remember correctly she mostly talked about like her own experiences or like telling her own manifestation stories or something like that. I can't remember exactly what her content was about because it was like 10 years ago, but um, Melody Fletcher went more in detail and, and would like answer questions that I had without me asking, if that makes sense. It just, I was able to get a lot more um, knowledge from her content for sure. I want to say she's still active on YouTube, but I'm not 100% sure. Um, I remember that right around the same time that I was listening to her stuff, or towards the end I should say, I ended up finding um, like, or started reading like the Hicks and stuff like that because I started looking for Law of Attraction books at my local library and I found like the Hicks and I found Dr. Dwayne Dyer and I found Louise Hayes. And I used to check out their books, and I, I, I would check them out and, and read them for like, you know, reread them sometimes. Um, I pretty much did that from like 2015 to 2017-ish. I did end up purchasing a few of their books too, though. I have since donated them to Goodwill. And I try to give them, uh, some of them to like my sister so she could learn about the law of attraction and change her mindset, but I don't think she really read them at all, to be honest. Anyway, you know, you can even lead the horse to water, but you just can't make it drink. Um, I also tried <laughs> teaching my mom. I, I bought my mom a copy, or I don't remember if I bought it or if I convinced her to buy the Spanish version of The Secret because I, I wanted her to change her mindset too. But again, you can lead the horse to water, but you can't make it drink. Anyway. I'm not trying to get too derailed here. Uh, so with deliberate receiving, right? So sorry, lost my train of thought for a minute there. So right around the same time that I was like reading books and stuff like that, and um, I that's when I like towards the end of like or sometime around 2017 ish is when I found Leor Alexandra on YouTube and I started to watch her active about watching her content like that up until maybe late 2019 to early 2020 um and i'll get into that shortly um but like i remember a lot more from like that era than i do like from 10 years ago so i can't really go too much in detail about like liz green or melody fletcher because it was like literally like 10 years ago um but when I when I found Leora Alexandra, I was actually really happy to find her content because for like a few years prior to finding her content, I was reading a lot of like 
books from like Abraham Hicks and like Dr. Dwayne Dyer and stuff like that that were like older, a lot older. Their, their books had been out for, for a while. Um, so it was nice to, to be back on YouTube or, and find like someone who was posting um, content weekly or just in the present moment. Um, I also like the way that Leora explains things. Um, and and I really did enjoy being in the baby elephants group, except for a couple of like things here and there. <laughs> um, like I don't want to get too much into it because I'm not trying to like be mean or anything. But um, there were, I mean, there were a few reasons why I finally left like the baby elephants group. <sighs> Some of it was the people that were in the Facebook group. Um, they just had weird vibes to them, and I don't want to get too much into it, but one of the people in that baby elephants group added me on Facebook, and they tried to, like, flirt with me, and stuff like that, and I told them, I was like, I mean, I added you because, you know, um, like, it's nice to have a friend to talk to about this kind of stuff, but I, I just wasn't interested, like, he lived, like, literally across the world, and I'm not kidding when I say that. And I just wasn't interested in, like, trying to start anything with someone that was that far away. Like, it just was not going to happen. Especially, like, it's like Stranger Danger on, online. I was like, yeah, no, not going to happen, dude. Um, especially with, like, Catfish, like, the show. I loved that show. But, like, I mean, it definitely made me aware of, like, yeah, don't fall for, like, scammers and, like, or like a catfish you know especially across the world like that was really bizarre for me i was like yeah no not gonna happen dude um i have since deleted him from my facebook though um but he wasn't the only person that kind of like weirded me out from that group um there were a couple of people um but i usually would just like block them or whatever but the funny thing is when i found like Roxy Talks or I forgot yeah I'm pretty sure it was when I found Roxy Talks and I joined her Facebook group and started like watching her content I ended up finding a lot of the same people that were following Lior on her group as well it was really weird but it was people that I didn't really want to see so I like that's when I blocked them I was like no thank you I was trying to get away from you and here you are no thanks like it's just bizarre to me you know, but it is what it is. You know, um, I, I'm, uh, I'm not sure if I wanted to, I don't want to go too much into details in, in the podcast, at least not yet, but, um, for me, ultimately the, the reason why I finally like went or, or like detached from the baby elephants group and from Lamar Alexandra actually had to do with the fact that her and Erin Dowdy were claiming that they were twin flames. And I, I know it sounds weird, but um, I detached from a group out of fear. So right around the same time that they claimed that they were twin flames, I had met someone who I believed was my twin flame. Now, I didn't know enough at the time about twin flame connections to know if he really was my twin flame um i have since then confirmed that he is my twin flame using witchcraft 
um, just because I, I ended up doing a spell um, sometime last year so that I could meet and, and like connect with my true twin flame and it, it drew me back to that person. So that's how I was able to like confirm, okay, I was right and he was my twin flame to begin with. Um, but uh, yeah, no, when when I, when I ended up meeting him and at first I didn't really like him. I thought, I mean, I thought he was hot. I was like, I mean, he's fucking hot, but um, he's not what I expected. Like when my coworkers told me about him, I was expecting like someone much older or like married and stuff like that. And then when I found out he was single and he was like right around my age, I was really surprised. Um, but also I, I was like, yeah, there's no way that I have anything in common with him because he's not, it's funny because like now as an adult, I'm into like metalheads and like people that are covered in tattoos and stuff like that but he matches the description of a lot of guys that I had a crush in when I was like a kid or when I was like a teenager um so in a weird way I mean I, st I still find him very attractive it just it is what it is but um yeah like he just doesn't really fit the description of the type of people that I'm into now, per se. But I think it's pretty ironic that he, like, I don't know, like, 20 years ago or, like, yeah, like, about 20 years ago, he would have been my perfect, he, I would have thought he was perfect for me. You know what I mean? It's, it's really funny to think it, about it that way, but I'm still drawn to guys like him in, in some way, but I, I definitely prefer people that are covered in tattoos and are, like, metalheads and all this stuff. No, the, I mean, really, what I'm getting to is just the reason why I, I decided to part ways with uh, the Baby Elephants group and with Lior is because her and Aaron Dowdy were claiming that they were twin flames and they decided to go their separate ways. And for me, when I first found out that they were twin flames and, you know, I was excited because I was like, oh my god, this is a sign, you know, like I, I just met my twin flame and I was so excited, so... Uh, for you know months later for them to be like yeah no we've decided to go our separate ways I got scared that that was gonna happen to me and my twin flame so I parted ways I was like no I don't want to manifest that but I ended up manifesting it anyways so it doesn't even matter but um, I mean looking back now I mean now that I, I know a lot more about twin flame connections now than I did back then I, I mean it's pretty normal for twin flames to go through like uh, you know, phases where they're together and when they're apart, and sometimes there's the chaser and a runner, and definitely with me and my twin flame, he's definitely the runner, and I'm definitely the chaser, or at least we used to be, but literally, like, a few weeks ago, I, I told him, <laughs> I'm crazy enough to tell him everything, everything, and not be scared, because I'm like, fuck it, I don't give a shit anymore. So I told him everything. I was like, yeah, like you're my twin flame and everything. And, and it's normal for there to be like a runner and a chaser. But I, I don't want to go through this cycle anymore because it's not healthy. Um, and I've recognized a lot of like toxic behaviors in myself that I that just come out because um, of his rejection or like just shit that we go through. So I'm like, you know what? I just can't do this shit anymore. So I, I pretty much parted ways and... I still believe that we'll end up together, 
And I told him that shit too. I don't care if he thinks I'm crazy because I, I just don't give a shit anymore. I really don't. Um, but at least for now, I'm just like focusing on myself and throw, throw, trying to throw like myself into like my YouTube channel and onto my podcast and trying to build something for myself, whether it's, you know, my own career or making someday, hopefully, uh, my podcast and, and my YouTube channel a career in of itself and I can be my own boss. Um, but I'm just trying to find ways of making money and, and just bettering my life. And, and I think he's trying to do something similar too, but... Um, yeah, I mean, I told him, I'm like, you know, it's it's normal for us to go through the cycle that I'm done. Like, I just can't do it anymore. And I don't want him to chase me either. Like, I don't want to switch the roles up. I, I don't. I just, I want whatsoever, whatever's more healthy, like, mentally and emotionally. And I told him, I'm like, I'm, I'm ready for it. Like, mentally and emotionally, I'm, I'm at a place where I can handle it. I can handle anything. So if you want me to fuck off, just tell me. But he didn't tell me anything, so I chose to walk away. Um, anyway, I didn't want to get too much into that right now. <laughs> that I will probably make an episode just dedicated to that whole thing. Like, to my connection to him and stuff in general. Um, just to share my own personal experiences with it and see if anyone out there, you know, also relates. But... Um, that was the reason, that was the real reason why I did pull away from, uh, Leora Alexandra and her baby elephants group. I was just scared that I was going to manifest that same fate for me and him. So I, I chose to walk away from them. Um, and either way I still manifested it. So it doesn't even fucking matter. Anyway, not trying to be a Debbie Downer because I really, I, I mean, it, like, I'm kind of over the whole thing, but um, right around the same time that um, I was phasing out, if you will, from Laura and Sandra and her baby elephants group is when I found Roxy Talks. And I really loved her content. I really, really did. Especially because um, I found her content right around, um, right when the pandemic hit. So um, I had a lot of free time. <laughs> Obviously, we all did. Uh, with having to shelter in place so I would binge watch her content a lot like and it really helped motivate me and it helped me manifest uh, the job that I wanted at the time Ugh. I mean the job was good at the time but there's so many stories there that I don't want to share <laughs> anyway um, or I might share technically in my next episode because it does I mean at that job I was able to meet people that changed my life so I will definitely be talking about some of experiences there but um, yeah right around the same time that I found her uh, YouTube started recommending um, Sammy Ingram um, and I can't remember the exact timing to be honest with you all because 2020 was such a weird year for me um, and I'll probably go more in depth on, on that, obviously, in the next episode. But uh, for sure, with with me and like um, when I found uh, Sammy Ingram and she was all about the law of assumption, that really changed things up for me as well. Like, <sighs> I think I needed to find her, though. Like, I really did. Because once I did and I started using law of assumption, uh, principles 
over law of attraction techniques, I was able to manifest in, in different ways, like fast ways and, and like feel more empowered for real. Um, that was, that was a game changer for sure. Um, and I, if I remember correctly, I did mention this in the YouTube video that correlates with this podcast episode, but I joined the mermaid gang group sometime in like 2020, but in 2021, I did take a, a break, uh, right around summertime of 2021. So I was a part of the baby elephants group for about a year and then I did, uh, ways for a few months not 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 like six months or anything like that but I parted ways because that's when I started exploring witchcraft and it was getting hard for me to uh, try to understand and learn about witchcraft and also uh, continue to be like a deliberate creator um, and the reason why I, I rejoined the group is because I felt like I had more of an understanding of, of uh, what kind of which I wanted to be and the things that I um, wanted to manifest just using the law of assumption because sometimes it's easier than using witchcraft because there's a lot of rituals and a lot of uh, spiritualism and, and stuff that goes into witchcraft so sometimes it is easier to just manifest using the law of assumption um, but uh, for me witchcraft is it's not just like a practice it's it's my religious belief so so we're not giving it up anytime soon is pretty much where i was going with that i think i can't remember anyway um so i rejoined uh sammy's mermaid gang group um when did i rejoin i rejoined like either january or february maybe even march of this year um, and I'm still in the group. I'm not that active in the group. Um, at least not as much as I used to be. Because I used to be a lot more active. Um, mostly because a lot of stuff has changed in the group. Since I first joined. A lot of stuff has happened. But like for example they don't have a VIP group anymore. They used to. Um, and I used to be a part of that VIP group too. But um, I think they got rid of it a few months ago. I can't but um i mean that's that's just i guess of my manifestation um story or my manifestation journey for like the past 10 years um in my next episode I cover, um, my witchcraft journey up until about this point and then going in more in details and into everything um yeah but for sure, I mean, this is one thing that I I will say. Um, being on, on a journey and everything that I've been through and everything that I have learned um, is it's it's perfectly normal to go through different phases. So it's perfectly natural to resonate with one content creator one day and then for the next day to find someone else that you resonate with. Um, I think it's just a part of life and, and it's just a part of everyone's journey you know i'm also a strong believer that when the student is ready the teacher arrives um so i have no doubt in my mind that everyone that i have ever learned anything about or from uh, as far as the law of attraction is concerned is concerned um i found him at the right time 
I was at the right place at the right time and, and I found their information when I needed it and um, it's definitely helped me along the way but I'm, I'm very happy where I am today as far as um, manifest like deliberate creation and witchcraft is concerned so um, I think that's another reason why I decided to share my journey but if I'm being honest the main reason why I did decide to do this is because I felt an intuitive pull to do it and it took me months to really decide what exactly I wanted to do um, and what kind of content I wanted to share and things like that but um, I think you know there's there may or may not be like a big audience for this kind of stuff but it doesn't really matter because if I can help at least one person I know that as a, a light worker I am fulfilling my life purpose and, and, and that means the world to me so I thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this episode and um, if you guys are new welcome to my little little uh, corner in Midgard uh, and if you guys are returning listeners thank you so much for your ongoing support um, that is all for this episode and, and I hope that you guys come back for the next one until then bye